around. But like I said, they don't know nothing about none of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like I said, it's more easier for them. It wasn't, it's not like that. I still, my mind on certain aspects, I still think of back in the early days, man. But because that, that like I said, it makes me feel like my product or anything I drop is worth so much compared to what the stuff I'm really seeing out here because if they only knew what what really was going on back in those days, man, they'll appreciate the music more. That people to be dropping shit don't even appreciate their own shit you because of it, it didn't take nothing to drop it. Yeah, you know no what I'm value. saying? That they don't that, that they don't put the value in it and they don't see the value of it. You know what I mean? All, all it is for them, it's you know what I mean. What's the numbers? What what's numbers has it done? You know what I mean? Da da da. It's 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 as I say, it's a microwave kind of instant gratification kind of thing, man. It's it's. Uh, it's unfortunate and much success because as as we as we can see, some of these youngsters are winning. You know, what I mean, I don't yeah. necessarily like the music and stuff, but their thought process and their business acumen is is it's working. You know what I mean? They're stacking them. They're getting that bag as the as the youngsters say these days. And then that's the thing. Like a lot of these things that these younger guys are doing, it won't work for it won't work for a motherfucker like me. Like I, I, it's a lot of stuff that these young cats do that I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare do. Like the way they dress, mm -hmm. like certain things about the way they dress, I would never do. Mm -hmm. Ain't no way in hell I'm finna wear no pants where you can see my dick print. <laughs> I'm do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I, I, I'm crease dying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I rock with the crease in my pants, all my pants. Starchy Archie. Archie Archie, I'll start your Archie right now, man. You know, what I'm <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They 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 are not as loose as they usually would be from back in the day. I put it in between of what they wearing now and what I used to wear. But mm. I ain't wearing no I ain't wearing no stupid bag of clothes though. But I ain't finna wear no shit where you can see my damn <laughs> you can see my damn dick print in your fucking pants. <laughs> hey. hey sibling, that's nothing but facts right there. That's nothing but Hell facts. Yeah. Nothing but facts because listen, Pete, Pete the Blues, right? I'm pretty sure most people know this. If you don't, this is going to be a little jewel for you. But a lot of the designers who who create clothing, which is deemed as fashionable, they're not um they're they're homosexual guys, right? So yeah, you yeah, know, so you, you as a a quote unquote masculine male walking around with jeans tight like a woman, and you can see your calves and all that business. You know, you've got certain people who are looking at you in 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 totally yeah. different ways, man. You know what I'm saying? She's crazy. Yeah, man. That's why I'm trying to, like, all right, it's like this here. Let me break it down. Remember when Air Jordan first came out? Mm -hmm. and, you know, back then they was the shit. You know. And all of a sudden, you know, after Jordan started playing, his shoes died. Though everybody wasn't wearing them, like talking about. Mm -hmm. But now they all retros, and they came back better than ever. And everyone's wearing them. Yeah. How I feel about this music. That's why I started this whole coming down ain't dead movement. That's the one of the main reasons why I did that. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said ever since I started that. Like all of a sudden, I'm hearing, I'm hearing a lot of coming down type music. <laughs> I was hearing it. I mean, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna speak what I feel. Yeah. Like I said, all of a sudden, 
I'm seeing a lot of that shit, which is good because that's what I wanted. I wanted, I want that type of music to come back to the forefront. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if y'all know y'all don't seen Yellow do it first, at least give me some type of credit. Shout me out or something. Yeah. I don't want I don't want nothing from you at all. But I'm that's all I'm hearing. Like all of a sudden, I'm hearing all this coming down shit. Like I said, you didn't hear none of the DJs that actually slows and chop the music. You ain't never really hear that 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 actual kind of music in the songs they was actually slowing, screwing, chopping it. Now it's all coming back. That's like I said, that's the whole reason why I come up with this whole coming down ain't dead. Cause you can listen to that motherfucker from one to twenty and you're gonna feel like you was in nineteen ninety-eight. <laughs> you're bringing that flavor back, sibling. You're bringing that flavor yeah. back. Now I've been telling that I've been getting told every day, bro. I, man, you bringing this shit back. You bringing this shit back every day. Someone telling me that, and they loving it. Like you know, of course, like I said, as an artist these days, you got to keep up with what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm not all the way rapping like that, mm-hmm. but my terminology and the shit I talk about is definitely that. Oh but yeah, Sivlin, I hear it. I definitely hear it. The flow, you gotta. You gotta put some type of Migo swag in there. I'm not finna get on there and do that NBA young boy shit and say I'm not finna that not don't get me wrong, that shit be jamming, but I ain't with that. I ain't mm-hmm. with all that thing and shit. Cause you know a lot of this rap done turning in sideways R and B. Yep. And, and, and the auto tunes. Motherfucker be coming down with some R and B and I ain't with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, as I said, that's but you gotta you as a rapper today, I don't give a fuck how old you are. I'm 36 years old, and I can keep up with all these little young niggas. I can keep up with all anybody. I can get with anybody. So I'm kind of like the middle child of the shit, like J. Cole. That's mm. why I really felt when he came out with that shit, I fully understood that, because that's how I feel. I feel right. like I'm stuck in between two different generations. So what I'm trying to do is adapt and bring all that shit together. But, like I said, you got to have some type of Migo flowing your shit on something. like Because not a young motherfucker not going to listen to you. This is it, man. You, it seems clearly that you're trying to be the bridge, my bridge yeah, between exactly. the, the, the old and the new. Exactly. As far as what I grew up on and what I know, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about on these records. I said I grew up, I made a post yesterday. I posted a picture of me and Too Short. Uh, Too Short raised me with that rap shit. Yay. Too Short raised me with that rap shit. And I met Too Short. And I've never, I've never been the type of dude, you know, if you be a fan of somebody, you finally meet him, you go crazy. I never acted like that when I met someone. Only, it's only two people I felt some type of way when I first met them. And that was Bun, that was Bun and Too Short. <laughs> so, of course, when I first seen them, I was like, man, y'all, y'all, man, I, I play y'all every day. Y'all, y'all raise me with the music. Of course, yeah, I, you know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want nothing out of that. I just, man, I just wanted to let them know it was yes. for them to see me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just yeah, wish yeah. I could have met Pimp. I never got to meet Pimp. Damn. Rise in Paradise, I, Pimp C, man. I've been to his, oh, I've been to his grave a lot of times. A lot of times. Like, people don't even know Pimp C is not buried. Isn't a lot that- of people don't. PLC is not buried. They put them in the, one of them rooms where you slide through like a cabinet drawer and shit. Oh, mausoleum is, is that what they're called? I don't know what it's called exactly, but that's what he is. Okay. And that's what, the, out, that's what they do down, down in, in New Orleans, right? No, that's in Port Arthur. 
Okay. That's in Port Arthur. I said I got pictures of it. I I talking about like I I go I used to go to I used to live around I used I used to live down that way like by Beaumont and Port Arthur. So every other day I used to go over there, mm. and and I just sit there. Man, that's when it comes to rap. That is my God. I mean, God got God. Believe me, believe. But when it comes to this music shit, it's yeah. like Pimp C God to me. Like Pimp C is everything to me when it comes to music. That's why I don't give a fuck when somebody, ah, oh, you trying to be like Pimp. I, I take that shit as compliments. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm like, like I said, and then on top of that, I, I'm cool with his wife, his kids. Then, as like I said, I met Bun several times. Plus, a lot of guys that Pimp had under his label, I done done songs with, like, he's a Leo. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's big up to me. I can call he's a Leo right now. You know what I'm saying? So, I got personal relationships with these people. That's what it is, man. Because you're carrying on a legacy, man. And they, they can see you got a clean heart, sibling. You know what I mean? You ain't trying to use the position of someone's name to try and get your thing, man. You're paying homage. And you know what I mean? It, it's clear what it is. Yeah, that's why I didn't keep the name Pimp B like I had when I was a kid. Like I said, now everybody in my in my neighborhood where I grew up at around here, they still call me that. Like, that's something that's not going to change. Every, like, like the dude just pulled up a few minutes ago. He called me that. You know, what I'm <laughs> like I said, that's a name that's not gonna leave. But as far as my stage name and who I tr- try to show the world, I felt like I felt like that was a slap in their face if I would have kept on with that. Mm. I just I don't know, even though it probably wouldn't, but I, that's just how I felt. So that's when the yellow boy came up. But like I said, I went through some crazy shit, and then next thing I know, I changed my name to Highway Yellow, and it stuck. And it seemed like ever since I changed my name to Highway Yellow. Like everything has been up ever since. Blessings upon blessings upon blessings, right, sibling? Yeah, that's that's a that's that's a weird story how I got my name though. I mean, of course it's exactly it's self-explanatory, but how I actually got the name is is crazy. Run it, sibling. Like I was actually living in Florida. I was actually living in Florida. And I was uh I had to leave on some shit. So Man, I said before I go back to before I go back to Texas, I'm not I'm not I'm not finna just go straight to Texas. I just say fuck it, I'm finna travel. So shit, I left from fucking Florida and went to uh Atlanta, stayed there for three days, left from there, went to uh Memphis. Memphis. And I was finna go home, and I was like, fuck this shit, I'm going to Michigan because I got family in Michigan. Most of my family on my mama's side stay in Michigan, mm-hmm. so it went but I was away. I said fuck it. I went to Michigan in the snow and all that shit. So when I left Michigan, I stopped in Chicago, hollered at one of my classmates. He moved from here to Chicago. And while I was in Chicago, this girl hits me up on Snapchat. She's from fucking Milwaukee. I don't know nobody in fucking Milwaukee. And this girl <laughs> Snapchat said, you need to come up here, yellow, you, you, yellow boy. You need to come up here. We fuck with your music up here. I was like, oh, yeah. So I looked up and seen Milwaukee one by like an hour and 45 minutes. So I drove up there, said, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Got up there, got to this club. Man, the DJ was playing my music. I'm like, man, how the fuck did y'all know about Yellow Boy? Way the fuck up here. <laughs> so I'm getting, we get the fucked up, get the drinking and shit. And she was like, man, you know what? I'm going to start calling you Highway Yellow. I was like, man, you ain't finna call me that goofy ass shit. <laughs> so, you know, I didn't think of it no more at that time. So when I finally left Milwaukee, 
I, after the club, I didn't even stay. I didn't even stay the night. I just burnt out. So I got to Missouri, and I was pumping gas. By the time then, I done kind of sobered up a little bit. So I got to say, I'm like, damn, that highway yellow shit do got a ring to it. Mm. So she, I called my graphic designer, told him make me a logo with the little interstate sign and put my name on it. And I'm going to post it. I'm going to see what people think of it. So, man, I posted that shit. Everybody was like, man, that's you. That's you. And then at the time, Yellow Beezer came out, and I didn't want them names to yes. conflict with you. know what I'm saying? So Highway Yellow was perfect. And a couple months after that, I ended up joining Swisher House. Okay. So you must have did, like, thousands of miles, sibling, driving from Florida, yeah. Atlanta, <laughs> Memphis, Chi-Town, yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah. What? That's what, I, that's what I do. And, and, and I know some, ain't a, if, ain't a city I can go to, those, especially those cities I just named. I ain't, if I ain't got no bitch there or somewhere to lay my head or somewhere to record, I'm going to have three, at least two of the three. <laughs> Most likely have all three. That's anywhere in the country, anywhere I go. And I'm, I'm just speaking facts. I can't. It's not too many places I can go in the United States of America. I ain't got no woman to fuck. I ain't got no fucking studio to record. I ain't got no place to lay my head. I don't buy no. I ain't buying no fucking hotels when I go into these places. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no, I might have family in some of these, in these certain areas too. That's a plus. Mm-hmm. But and another aspect, I got I got those three things you I just named. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm really, I really do that shit, like for real. My, like my name is specifically speaks for itself. Agreed, agreed. So, all right then. So, but paint the picture of how are we doing all of these data? Because I used to do like twenty, let's say twenty-five to thirty thousand miles a year, which is for this little tiny island is is a lot of miles still, right? So, how are you seeing yourself through these road trips, sibling? Have you just got like a gang of CDs loaded up and like paint me a picture? Dude, this is what like I always keep flyers on me. The CDs don't really last long, but the flyers and posters, I can never have enough of those. So anywhere I'm going, like if I'm just bullshitting around, like go to the mall or at a barbershop or at my people's house or whoever, wherever it may be. Oh, I'm leaving my stamp some motherfucking worth. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody, you gonna you gonna know who Highway Yellow is while I leave. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I've gained a lot of fans, is that like I go somewhere, I leave a stack of flies in the stove type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I was I would literally leave flyers at a random store. Like I said, that's how a lot of I get to know a lot of people. A lot of people, you know, some people throw them away. Don't get me wrong, yeah. Like I said it's Everything, everybody's not gonna fuck with you. That's cool. I understand it. But if you could grab at least five or ten people from the beginning out of in all these places you go to that fuck with you, that five to ten people is gonna spread. They gonna fuck with you. They're gonna be telling their partners about you. Yeah. And if they know they partners gonna they partners gonna tell somebody else. So next thing you know, you got hundreds of people that fuck with you when you go to these cities. And you know, and I always ask myself, I'm like, damn, how the fuck this motherfucker know me? I'm not thinking, oh shit, I was here probably a year ago. They probably saw my flyer or some shit. Mm. You're planting them seeds everywhere you go, sibling, and they're growing. Everywhere, everywhere I go. So, you know, 
in the midst of doing all this, man, it's kind of, you know, like I see my kids every chance I get. Like my oldest son lives in Las Vegas. So that's killing two birds with one stone. That give me easy access to go to L.A. Yeah. Because I don't know if you're aware of that, but you don't go to L.A. and not go to Vegas or you don't go to Vegas and not go to L.A. Indeed. So every time I go see my son, I'm making sure I'm going to L.A. It's a couple you know hours drive, right? It's about three, three, three to six hours, depending on what part. Three and a half. Three mm. and a half. Yeah, three and a half. The LV, about to man. Again soon. And when I hear it's popping in Vegas now still, some parts. Man, this is weak as shit right now. <laughs> oh, shit, with the lockdown, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, supposed to be... I was there. I was there. Uh, I went to see my son a couple months ago out there. And usually the strip is on popping all day long. Man, that motherfucker was dead in the donut. <laughs> I was like, because what people don't know, if you ain't never been to Vegas, you just going to think Vegas is just, oh, my God, this most fabulous place. But once you go there a couple of times, only thing popping in Vegas is the strip. Mm. That's it. Vegas ain't no different than any other city. It's just that one little a couple of miles yeah, of yeah. entertainment that makes the city. That's what makes Las Vegas, that strip. And once you don't got that shit played out, you really don't give a fuck about going to Vegas no more. But the only reason I go there because I have a child there. Mm-hmm. So, so, so going back to um, Louisiana, what musical influences did you have um, there growing up? Oh, man. I jammed No Limit and Cash Money like a motherfucker. I thought so. I, I got all the No Limit albums. The, you know, they... See, they were so unique with they shit back in the day is that when you bought a No Limit CD, that bitch was a whole different color. The case was a different color. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. The orange, the greens. They was dropping them motherfuckers every week. Yeah, yeah. You know, Cash Money, they was coming out too, but not like that. But when it started coming out, and get I I was straight up No Limit and Cash Money like a motherfucker. But if I had to pick, and you know, being from Louisiana, it's, it, when you come to those talks, you have to be. You can't. You can't really just be both sides. You had to pick. So I was a no limit guy okay. because P P was a motherfucker. Master P a motherfucker still is to this day. Yeah. I mean, Birdman is too, but I ain't heard Birdman's story like I know P story. You know, P just did a whole documentary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So and left a a a a sibling and left that the beats by the pounds. Yeah, uh-huh. if it won't be no limit if it won't for Beast by the Pound. Jeez. But that's the only thing I hate that when Beast by the Pound left, it's like no limit died after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, K- not even just Beast by the Pound. If you would have just kept KLC. KL, I know the drummer man. Yep, yep, yep. yep. If you would have just kept KLC, man, you would have been straight. But you let you 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 ended up letting them all go thinking you could have got somebody better. You couldn't. That's what I've been trying to explained when I talked to my partners about music, like Lil Boosie. Prime example, he's from Louisiana. Yep. I can't leave him now. He's a legend. Can't yep. leave him. Boosie badass. But his music don't sound nothing like that she did before he went to the penitentiary. Ever since he, he had that first app, that first project he came out with, Life After Death Row, when he got out. It's like everything after that, I was like, man, I don't know about this shit. Like, he don't suck, 
It's just the production. Like he ain't got mouse on the track. Yeah. And them other dudes from Bad Rouge he was using to make his beats no more. And I feel like that took away a lot. Him yeah. and Webby both. Him and Webby yeah. both. Yeah. They, yeah. They're not fucking around like that. They might get one track every blue moon from Mouse. Like, and I personally got music with Mouse. And you know what I'm saying? Like his beats is kind of like how KLC was. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you take that away from the formula, you you ain't got shit. You raise a good point, you know, sibling, because when, you know, I mean, I, I kind of, I'm stuck in the past still. So when I, when I did hear say he was coming, he was coming back out and stuff, I thought, let me, let me see what I go on with, uh, you know, with, with, with Boosie. And I, I hear Turk was coming out as well, you know, when he came out and I'm listening to it and I'm like, there's something missing, man. This don't That's sound the same. Production, Cause they don't suck. They can wrap their ass off. Of course. The beats. It's the fucking beats, man. That's just like if you took away the producers I use right now and I start using these new motherfuckers or someone different, motherfuckers are not going to listen to my shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want the same motherfuckers I've been using. Yeah. Because if they start elevating as far as how they make their beats, they beats going to make me elevate my flow. Exactly. It's like a plug in a socket, man. They go together. Yeah. And and you know, and like I said, I don't know their situation. It, it could it's some shit that me or you or no one else even knows why they not fucking with them like that. But I just wish there was a way that they could reconcile and start back, mm. you know what I'm saying, making shit like that, because that's what's made them that's what made these boys. This is the thing, man. That's, that's the what foundation. Made them boys, man. That just that's kind of like that's kind of like again, that's why. You hear me rap off some of the same beats that Swisher House rapped off for back in '98. Yeah, to bring that sound kind of back. Yes. Then you know I reached back into some. Some of the members have reached back out, and we done stuff. Some haven't, but you know that's another. That's a whole nother story. But yeah, man, I I, I like, man, I got I like bringing that uh, older sound back. Definitely, but you said that's that's a nice little segue, man. That is an excellent segue, sibling. Because um, let's let's tr- tr- progress. How did we how did we get onto Swisher House, Swisher Blast? How did we that 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 meeting and 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 that link up take place? All right. What people don't know. I've been down with Watt since 2010. Shit. Yeah, I've been doing business with Watt since 2010. Like, like I said, when I first started rapping, all I ever wanted was a song with ESG and Flip and to have a <laughs> screw to chop by Michael Watt. That's all I wanted. You know what I'm saying? That's all I wanted. <laughs> I done mastered that a million times already. So I was actually living in, uh, I was living in Texas at the time. Well, like I said, I was living in a different part of Texas. And uh, Watts had a, a, a show. Matter of fact, it was in Nacogdoche, Texas, exactly. And I said, man, I'm going to get my motherfucking next mixtape screwed and shot by Michael Watts. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck how much money I got to spend. So, man, you would laugh. Watts didn't even like my shit at first. But well, what, was his, we, what was his critique? He just didn't like it, or he just didn't like it. Like, why's it tell you to your face? That's what I respect about him most. That, like, it's even shit that I do now. Like, certain shit I do now, he don't like. It, he'll tell you. That's that's what I respect about him most. Mm-hmm. Like, 
he would tell you straight up, man, I ain't like that shit. And it could be a song that everyone loves, but mm. he just might not like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those situations. So I I overlooked that. So I I I I paid him to do my mixtape. Matter of fact, I, I need to upload that motherfucker. It's not even out like as far as streaming. Like, cause back when that mixtape came out, CDs was just like kind of, it, it was like right at the verge of ending. Okay. But it was still kind of good. So I still had, and then I made it a double disc, had a regular version, screwed and chopped and everything. It was called the Playerland Boss. Yeah, Playerland, that's that's Playerland Entertainment. That's my label. I, st- I still got that going, you know, right now. The Highway Game, Playerland Entertainment, that's my shit. Yeah. But that's what, that was the name of the first mixtape that Watch did for me. It was called the Playerland Boss. Matter of fact, it was part one. Then he did part two later on. Was, but, was there any features or was it just you going hard? No, nah, it was just me. I didn't. I didn't get my first feature. I take that back. That first uh, Miss Tate Watts did, did have a feature on it. That was the first time. My first feature I did, like I said, ESG and Flip. I had both of them on the Miss Tate. What? Oh, oh, so oh, how how did you line up, sibling? Uh, she, my producer, one of my producers was, uh, I don't know, somehow he got in contact with ESG. They talked on the phone and everything. And I was at the studio one day. He was on the phone with him. I said, man, you talking to you, G? <laughs> he was like, yeah. I said, man, hold on, let me talk to him. And she, I said, dude, don't you know that you had the first, he had one of the first albums that I ever listened to that I actually own. I ain't gonna say listen to, because of course, Ghetto Boys, I listened to all of them because my daddy was playing the shit. But as far as having my own CD, ESG Selling the South was the first yeah. I ever had. That I own. So, man, I was telling him that story and this and that. He gave me his number and I hit him up. Got him on the song. Of course, I had to pay for it. You know, I was a nobody then. Mm-hmm, Same mm-hmm. thing with Flip. You got to pay like you way. Yeah, I had to pay like I way back then. So, hell yeah, I ended up with both of them on my mixtape. So, shit, that was back in 2010. 2009, 2010. Yeah, you know, as far as you know, after a while, why started fucking with me like on the personal level? We started hanging out. Like, watch would invite me to a lot of his events. Mm-hmm. You know, as like I said, watch watch was getting me booked and paid for shit before I actually became switch house. But you know, that was the same shit over and over, basically for till happened what to two years ago, and uh. We was at an event, event, event or whatever, and one of his homeboys was like, "Man, yo, you need to get you a switch house chain." <laughs> and you know, I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm not finna pay to get no another nigga shit to wear on my motherfucking neck. I said, "I'm <laughs> gonna get a highway yellow chain." So, I ended up, uh, I ended up at TV Journey, Journey Dang. I ended up at this shit, and. I hate to tell this part because there ain't really nobody been it because they want people ask me all the time, man, how much that chain cost? Don't jump the price. Don't jump the price, then sibling. Don't even jump the so, price. But what happened was, what happened was, I said, you know what? Fuck that. I'm gonna get the Swisher House chain. But when Johnny told me the number, I was like, 
I was like, fuck no. <laughs> so I, I left it alone. But next thing I know, Watts called me and told me to go back up there. I was like, okay, all right. So Watts done, done talk to these motherfuckers, and next thing I know, it was the little or nothing type shit. I said, fuck that, okay. I said, damn, they knocked all that off. <laughs> so I was like, why? I wonder why would he do that? But at the time, I didn't, I, I wouldn't know. So I was like, okay, cool. So when I finally get the chain, I finally get the chain. I sent a picture to Watts. <gasps> and uh, Watts, next thing I know, Watts done made a post. Watts done made a post on Instagram. Shit. Shout out to my new orders, Highway Yellow. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, really? But you know, I was I I was the only reason I was getting it because like I said, I grew up on this shit. This is a part of my life, regardless if I was a part of it or not. So when he made that post, then he called me, was like, hey yellow, you like what I did, huh? <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. So he was like, man, we're gonna beat up tomorrow, you know, work out everything and shit like that. And, and that's when I dropped the 34 video. Yay. Yeah, the 34 video was him putting the chain, introducing me to switch house, putting the chain around my neck and all that kind of shit. Like I said, man, I've been dealing with Watts for 10 years plus, man. It's, it was, it's more than just me being a part of Swisher House, man. I'm a part of this man's life. Like, me and this man done done some shit together like that no one knows about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm cool with his wife, his kids. His, I, I ain't never met his grandkids yet, man. Why's got grandkids, man? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Why's got grandkids, man? Why's the met my mama, my daddy? Shit, why's the met my family? Like, it's more of a family than anything. It's more than just business. Of course, we handle business, but it's more, we more family than anything. Mm, which is a, a good that's, thing to have. And that's, a, and that's the question, you know, like, why's could have put anybody in Switch House? Why's deal with a lot of talented artists? He could have put, he could have gave this platform to anybody. And, you know, after a while, like, damn, for a while, I was always asking, like, damn, why me? And, you know, a lot of people questioned it until now. Now they started to see, like, yeah, we see why yellow fucker, I mean, why fuck with this nigga. <laughs> well, from what you laid out, man, as I say, you're doing the thistle, man. You're bridging you're that bridge between the old and the new. And, you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. <laughs> yes, man. Definite, defo, and easy. It's good to hear because I've, I've always been thinking, like, you know, how comes we ain't got none of this, no new swisher mine, you know? What, what, what's what's going on? Like, what's the dilly? Yeah, but you know, like, man, it, it kind of killed me for the longest. I'm like, damn, like, you know, and a lot of people, I always wore the t shirts. Like, people was kind of thinking I was swisher house anyway. Because I was always around watch, I wore the t-shirts all the time and shit like that. But it was just because of for the love and respect. It wasn't, I've never asked this man that one time. The whole time I dealt with, I never asked why. Hey man, why can't be switched? I've never asked him that. And that's the beauty part of it. That's how I know that you could do something and all you gotta do is keep doing what you're doing and the the, the shit that you really want out of you, you'll get it. So I said, I never asked this man that one time. 